Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A very deflated, a very bizarre Friday edition of JJ After Dark, to say the least. And I figured we welcome in a guy who is supposed to be joining us Monday morning in studio. He witnessed probably the last live sporting event we're going to see at Madison Square Garden for a long, long time and to try to make sense of the March sadness. No, not the March madness. The March sadness. We bring in our good buddy from the New York Post, Zach Braziller. Zach, it's been weird, my friend. How the hell are you? I, I, I feel like I keep on hoping I'm going to wake up, you know? I can't fight you uh, on that, Zach. This feels like something out of a movie. It feels like something yeah. out of a horror story. For those of us who are diehard sports aficionados, and I get it, there are bigger fish to fry here. We're talking about people's overall well-being. We're talking about people who are unfortunately dying from this virus. So by no means am I trying to make light of this. But if you're a diehard sports fan, I mean, my goodness, what in the world are you going to be doing for the next month? I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think most people would agree with this where as depressed and sad as it is, I have no issue with what the leagues are doing. They made the right decision. Like, this is clearly a, a, a pandemic that's, you know, creating havoc all over the globe. And I have no, I think everyone did the right thing here. I, but at the same time, it's hard not to just be just depressed and sad that we're not going to have an NCAA tournament. Baseball is suspended, basketball suspended, hockey suspended. And, you know, for a minimum of a month, there's no sports, which is, you know, the all-star break. We have no sports for a few days and we're, you know, it's tough. You ain't kidding, my friend. And Uh I don't know about you. I never believed for a minute the NCAA tournament would be canceled, that these conference tournaments would be canceled until we found out what happened yesterday with Rudy Gobert. That was the point for me, Zach, whereas I'm sitting down watching Syracuse, North Carolina, 
it definitely came to my mind that this is probably the last game of the ACC tournament that I'm going to watch. Was like that the point for you when you kind of came to grips with the fact that we could be looking at not just postponements, but we could be looking at cancellations across the board? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that was the first time I thought it definitely could happen. But, you know, when the NCAA said no fans, I kind of thought we might be headed in that direction. But, yeah, when, when the NBA suspends the season, you're definitely thinking, all right, the, this is the other shoe that's going to drop. Hockey's going to do it. Baseball's going to do it. I, I would have been saying for a few days, the NCAA is going to wait for the pros to do to you know, before they would really seriously consider it. And, you know, Rudy Gobert and obviously Donovan Mitchell now has it. You know, we had a ref official in the CAA tournament, you know, has the coronavirus and who knows how many other people have it. And, you know, it's it's a, I mean, it's something that's going to live forever in sports infamy and, you know, in, in the world, in history, just go into history books, you know, where, basically society stood still let's get to your scene at madison square garden because as i'm waking up i'm trying to figure out who's playing who's not we get all this news coming out big ten's canceling their tournament the sec's canceling their tournament but yet at high noon at madison square garden you have this surreal scene with basically nobody there st john's is playing creighton Zach, how stunned were you that the Big East decided at least for a half to go through with playing and playing at Madison Square Garden? Yeah, I was stunned. I mean, I, I remember saying to people last night, there's no way the Big East is going to play on Thursday. And, you know, I had some people from the league say, no, we're, we're going to play. We're planning on playing. And I, I did not think it was going to happen. And, you know, I get there and, you know, the teams are on the court. And by then you didn't really hear about the other conferences. And then, it, you know, it started to leak out. And I'm thinking, all right, Big East is not going to play. Then you hear the national anthem starting, and you're like, well, what's going on here? And then the game starts, and just every, like, dead ball or whistle, you keep thinking they're going to, you know, security's going to come out and escort the players off the court, and, you know, they keep playing, and, and then when they get to halftime, I, I got a text from a coach in the league basically saying, you know, they're, they're, they're canceling, they're not coming back out, and, you know, soon enough, that was the case, and then Val Ackerman met the media, and, you know, Gave some spin. Look, I I like the biggest a lot. I like I think Val Ackerman does a good job. They 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 messed up today. That game should not have been played. I, I get there was some communication issues. They're waiting on the New York City and this and that. But that 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 was a mistake. There was there's no way they should have played that game today. Can't disagree. Can't disagree. I mean, you look around college basketball and there are cancellations galore. That would be my main point. Zach, I understand you have all these individual commissioners and you have all these individual leagues. How do these conferences, the Power Five, how are they not a united front when it comes to this sort of thing? To me, it's like all for one, one for all. Like the minute you get like a Big Ten canceling, that should have been the telltale sign that none of these teams are playing, period. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I thought, I think, one, you know, the NCAA should have basically told them all you're not playing or come to some kind of agreement because what, what Ackerman was saying was they um, they talked to the NCAA around 10 a.m. and there was no sign from at that point that the conference tournament weren't going to be played. 
And the Big East had this pre-scheduled meeting with the ADs and the presidents where they obviously talked a lot about coronavirus as well. And it ended like right before 12. And all of a sudden, all the other leagues are canceled. And then, you know, the Big East has to scramble. They, they, they have to make sure all the 80s and presidents are on board with canceling. They have to try to reach out to the people in New York City to see, like, you know, it, what should we do? And, and so basically they came to the decision to cancel it about halfway through the first half. And, you know, Val Ackerman's explanation was we felt like that would have add, added unnecessary drama to the proceedings and kind of drag them off the court, and we felt there was no harm in letting them just finish out the half, which, you know, I guess I could understand, even though I think it was a mistake. But, yeah, it was, it was. I mean, the last two days of bizarre, and that was the height of just, just, just an odd, odd 48 hours. We've got our buddy Zach Brazil of the New York Post, and we're going to have to make other plans for the next week, for the next couple of weeks. Forget about no March Madness, no baseball, no NBA, no NHL. And you know what hurts the most for me, Zach? I think about some of the storylines we would have had in this NCAA tournament. You think about a Miles Powell. You think about Rutgers more than likely making it for the first time since 1991. You think about Hofstra and Coach Mihalik, and they're finally getting over the hump. Like, all of these great storylines for all of these seniors – for many of them, they had no idea they were playing their final game. I mean, that to me is like the gut-wrenching aspect of all of this. The reality is situation that college careers and special seasons just went by the boards just like that. Yeah, I mean, I agree completely. I, you know, it, look, it, it's always heartbreaking for a kid when, when, when the career's over. But, you know, they go into the NCAA tournament, they know, hey, if I, if I don't win this game, I'm done. You know, they, they get pulled out by their coach and they hug their coach and, you know, it's an emotional thing, but you know, it's kind of, there's closure here with this. There's never going to be closure. You know, I, I, I got in touch with Kevin Willard tonight and, you know, a big thing when we talked was this was a special season, all season, you know, they, look, they didn't finish the regular season great, but it was still a special season. They were going to be a three or four seed, the highest seed they did since 1993. And this is, Gonna be an incomplete season, you know, as great as good of a regular season they had is an incomplete season, and you're gonna have that with a ton of programs and, and and for a ton of kids that their careers are gonna be incomplete because they never got to finish something. Look, like like we went over, I I don't have an issue with what the NCAA did. I I think they did the right thing. You have to everyone's health is the most important thing. It just plain sucks that it this is how it had to happen. As far as the decision to suspend and basically cast aside a tournament this year, as opposed to maybe postponing it a month from now, six weeks from now, I know Tom Izzo said maybe that should have been the way the NCAA went about this. Zach, I would have loved to have seen him postpone the tournament. I just don't know from a logistical aspect if they would have been able to pull it off. The arenas, the venues, you got guys graduating. They're going to be thinking about their professional careers. Was there any way the NCAA could have kicked this decision down the road? You know, I, I was a proponent of just postpone it. Let's just, you know, punt it down the road a little. But the more I thought about it, I saw some tweets from a few coaches. The more I thought, it, I, the more I think it just wasn't feasible. You, you know, you bring up the, the venues and, the, and, 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 and so forth. We also have a thing about this. All these schools are closing down. The the NCAA is, is canceling spring sports. You know, I, I 
how are your teams going to practice? How are you going to have uh, a men's NCAA tournament and a women's NCAA tournament, and, but but no but no baseball team? You know, I just don't think it would have worked. You know, like clearly with all the suggestions they've been getting from medical people, it's basically just shut things down, and and then this isn't going to be something that's going to be okay in three weeks. To you know, and look. We already seen it. We, we, we talked about it with Gobert and and Donovan Mitchell and the and the official from the CAA and who else? You know who knows who else? I mean, it, it's I I really think the NCAA kind of didn't have any other options. I mean, think about how much money they lost with this. You don't think they would have done anything possible to still play a tournament? I mean, I think they just they they waited long enough and they just they figured it out. They figured. We have no other option here. We This is what we have to do. Zach, before we get you out of here, it's amazing. A tournament that would have been as wide open a tournament as we've had in quite a while. A lot of great storylines locally. They're going to be forever forgotten. Let's be honest. This year in college basketball, and really this year in sports altogether, the legacy of 2020, it's going to be remembered for two things. The coronavirus and the passing of Kobe Bryant. I mean, let's call it like it is. You know, you think about other tragedies we've had. September the 11th and the horrific terrorist attacks. Sandy, uh, you name it. We've always had sports as that great escape that no matter how bad things may be, we could go to a TV set. We could watch a game. We could take our mind off of things for a few hours. We're not going to have that luxury what's going on with this coronavirus, my friends. So I think ultimately... You think 20, 30 years down the road, nobody's going to remember Seton Hall. Nobody's going to remember Hofstra. Nobody's going to remember OB Toppin and Dayton. You're going to remember this season getting shut down and the tournament canceled because of the coronavirus. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, we've never seen anything like this. I mean, it's just hard to, it's hard to get over because you just, you know, you never thought that the way the world we live in would just be kind of shut down the way, the way it clearly is right now. And yeah, I agree. I mean, look, who, who knows what happens in baseball? Maybe baseball gets going and plays 140 games and, you know, maybe the Lakers and, you know, Bucks give us an amazing series. But as far as college basketball, you're, you're completely right. This season is just to be remembered for the season that never finished. And, you know, it's, it's, it's sobering to think about it. So, and, you know, who knows when we get back? It, it could, sports, we might not get back sports till June and July. We don't, this, this, this virus is just so, there's so many uncertainties about it that, you know, we could, we could be back sports for a long time. It's, uh, it's a scary time, uh, you know, for everyone, I think. And beyond sports, obviously, everyone's health is, is of the utmost importance. And, you know, this thing is spreading faster than people expected. And, you know, just hope everyone's safe and hope. You know, they hope we get a, you know, before long we'll we'll have sports back and we'll have college basketball back next year and we'll be able to enjoy a tournament. Zach, well said, my friend. And on a much lighter note, at least I'll be riding high into the off season after that Syracuse beatdown over Carolina, and the St. John fan can ride high into the off season. So hey, at least three, we have that, my friend. Three or four, three wins in four games to close. It looks like they have a real coach. They have some decent young players. If I'm a St. John fan going into next year, I, I feel 
you know, I, I feel like my program is finally at least headed in the right direction. Something to be said for that, Zach. Appreciate a couple minutes. I know it's under very tough circumstances. Hopefully you can shed some light on much happier times the next time we talk. All right, buddy. Have a good one. They have it. The great Zach Brazil over at the New York Post. A wild scene at Madison Square Garden. A lot more on just the impact of this virus and what it's going to mean for what we do on a daily basis. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.